shall we just jump right in with the chit chat? Yes, let's do that. Sorry, I was just sharing the room on, in the hallway. Couldn't get out. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no problem, Carol. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, for me, LinkedIn is by far the best lead generator that I have on, on a personal level. Um, without paying for um, kind of marketing, looking at pay-per-clicks or e-campaigns or whatever, for, for something free, then LinkedIn is by far the best one. And um, my biggest gripe on LinkedIn is when I'm being told this is not Facebook you know like a keep it professional this that and the other and I just think business has changed so much now that you buy off people I mean you've always bought off people but I think even more so nowadays if somebody is nice and you want to see them succeed then I think that people are more prone to then go and buy from you, which is absolutely why your personality has to come across on platforms like LinkedIn. So I just think balls to everybody who gives you dodgy advice on that. Um, and, you know, people like to see the journey as well. If you're a startup, an SME, you're trying to scale, people like to feel like they're part of that journey as well. And oh, Carol, you do quite well on LinkedIn. I review found this personal and business um, post. Yes, I totally agree with you. At first, um, I when I was going into LinkedIn, I was like, well, it's all professional. It's all about, you know, company, corporate, um, people just being specific on their subject and their space. But I think, you know, as you say, the world's changing. And I think since 2020, you know, you know, the, the MDs, the CEOs, all they've all been at home. And I think they've now embrace LinkedIn a bit more than they had previous pre-pandemic because they've had to and what you've seen now is you know people putting more of their personality 100% agree people buy from people and that is evident if you look at corporate pages versus personal pages so if you look at your personal page um, Michaela you've got thousands of followers I've got thousands of followers and Yes, that point on people following your journey, I think that's really important. And it's to show there's a human side, you know, we're not robots, right? You know, we're all here for a purpose. I enjoy construction. I talk about construction. I talk about women, diversity and inclusion. And why shouldn't they see that side of me? That's who I am. So, you know, I don't care. I post whatever I wake up in the morning. Maybe I'm wrong. I just post what I feel that's appropriate for people that follow me. And I always get a good uptick forms as well where you can review it and you can actually see um what who has been brought in from the hashtag so it is important to do that and you're exactly right niche the hashtags down so over construction i would do women in construction because you're just going to compete with everybody who's a bit lazy and they just do construction um so sorry i know size size flashing away there so size sorry do you, do you have something to add here well, first of all, Michaela, I didn't mean to be rude there. I was actually flashing to agree with you 100% that you're going for a bigger hashtag. It, it doesn't work because you just end up being in the, in the masses. But when you do niche down, then that's where you will start to get your traction. But yeah, 100%. Sorry about that, but I'm back now somewhere. Oh, sorry, Si. I don't know. Did I think we? I just lost everything that you said. I'm not sure if you caught it or I did. Probably me. The way that my app's working, it's, when I walk in the dog, I thought I'd be able to speak, but it just seems to cut off, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure what's going on with it. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to just repeat what you said, Sai? Because I don't think we caught any of it. 
Yeah, so what I was saying is, first of all, I apologise for being rude. And secondly, it, I was flashing just to say well done with regards to the hashtags. A lot of people think that if you go for the big hashtags with big, massive amount of followers, that you're going to get traction, whereas that's not the case, because you're just going to blend in the crowd. Whereas if you completely niche down, like you said, to say women in business and there may only be 20 posts to that, then you're going to have a bigger chance of being seen. And then when you start traction for the little hashtags you then get your traction for your bigger hashtags because you're already getting established if you get what i mean yeah absolutely 100 percent. and um i know on linkedin as well for um anybody wants some tips you shouldn't really post more than five hashtags so i try and stick around three if you if you do too many then it will block you it sees you as a bit spammy so you want to be doing between three and five hashtags as well and also the timings of your posts is really important so you need to figure out what this is for your audience um we manage businesses social media accounts that's what we do and one of them is linkedin and every business will be different because of who follows them and so therefore what time they are online we find that with linkedin first thing and this is general but again trial and error everybody so we find um in general first thing in the morning around eight o'clock um or eight thirty is generally a good time and dinner time as well linkedin is seen more as as a business app so uh, lots of uh, employers will let their employees go on it and so it can do well as well just during the day so what i would say to everybody is try the different times and give it some consistency maybe two to three weeks at a certain time see how that performs and then try the dinner time and then try the evening um another good one that nobody does really um is sunday evenings because nobody's really posting on a sunday evening the chances are you're going to get seen by everybody because there's just no competition on the timeline uh, so a sunday evening you know inspirational one i'm getting ready for monday morning or whatever you know i've had an absolute terrible weekend whatever your story is for the sunday but doing something on a more personal level because it's the weekend um and then leading into the week coming you won't you won't find yourself having much competition on there it's a great way to pick up more connections and, and more followers as well. Uh, I just want to bring Anne into the conversation because Anne has um, recently started her own um, De Determinator Collective uh, podcast and now she's posting a lot more around this and around women in construction and training in construction um, and being far more consistent. So I wonder Anne, how have you found it while starting up really on socials? Um, yeah, so um, I've been trying to follow quite a few of the things that you've kind of mentioned there. And one thing I, I don't do very well is probably like searching out other hashtags and going and actively um, commenting on things. That's something I really need to work in. Um, I have tried different times. I tend to find that mornings first thing work best for me. That's when I tend to get the best engagements. Um, and I tend to do that Monday to Friday. Sometimes I'll post at the weekend, um, but not always. Um, I have also found, um, funnily, you know, you started off talking about personal posts and I was laughing um, a couple of weeks ago with Valentine's weekend and I put a post on about, you know, my husband, essentially, basically the post was like, you know, my husband went to the post office and I got like over 100 likes. Um, and most of my posts are between like 30, 40, 50 um, uh, for like my businessy kind of, you know, construction kind of one. So, you know, the, there's that whole big debate about what's personal and what's um, 
business. But I often find that, you know, if I post about the cat or the husband, people seem to love that. I don't know whether they've just got likeable faces or not. I don't know. Maybe they like their faces better than mine. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, people do rage on and say, you know, this should be on Facebook. I've never I've never actually had one of those comments yet. Um, but my sort of more personally kind of post tend to do better, you know, when I give people an insight into... I guess behind the scenes, you know, your personal life a little bit, um, they do tend to do a little bit better than whether you're strictly just business, if that makes sense. So it's a strange one because everyone tells you different, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think the people who are negative about the personal posts are just idiots. I think they're just a bit miserable. Like, who wants to do business with an absolute stiff? I well, want to know yeah. who... Um... It tends to be a certain type, you know, <laughs> if I'm honest. So... <laughs> We all know the type. They were brain We shoes. all know. We all know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, it, it's great. It's great. I'm like, you try, it's all about trial and error as well and you're trying it out. And if anybody is interested in more help with social media, I do actually have um, a free social media like planner. If you go to frameworkmarketing.co.uk, then uh, you'll find it on there. And I just want to say, because I've been utterly useless um, doing this, <laughs> panicking by myself today, that um, this room is sponsored by Big Dog. And the links at the top, at the top there, they do like um, shelving, racking and storage. Um, they, it's, it's a global company, actually. Um, but the massive, they have like 65,000 different products on there. So everything you might need for your business. So do feel free to give it a click and see what they're all about. Um, but that's why I can't pop my link up there. But if you do need more help and advice with socials, definitely head over to Framework Marketing. And um, there's quite a few bits and bobs that you can download there. Sai, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, and I'm going to be honest here, and I don't want you to be offended because I know it's your business. But you know what I hate is automated um, inboxes to me. It drives me absolutely potty. And I actually changed my name on LinkedIn to Marketing Michaela so that I knew just by looking at my inbox who was automating it and who was actually approaching me and, and just took the time to write the message out. So I'm not really in favour of it, but I do appreciate that, um, you know, doing things on mass, the chances are you're going to get some some more bites than if you do all of this um individually yourself like that that is admin heather i know you do automation so can you give us some insight into that and what that looks like on linkedin yeah 100 percent um I, I can i can testify exactly what you're saying there about that if you're using just like a what they call a place name or a, a custom user field or first name like you said michaela it's going to come up with marketing uh so that's the lazy way of marketing. What you want to actually do is make it, doesn't have to be personal, but you can just basically, what I would say use automation for is the initial outreach. That's all. It's when people start to do it for too much. But if you do a, I mean, just to give you an idea what I did. So I had, um, I was selling a LinkedIn automation software, believe it or not, um, which should sort of help develop. And, what I did was I basically just put um, an idea with some testimonials of what it was. And if you don't want to hear from me again, that's fine. Just say no, and it'll just take me off. And then I also put, uh, but if you are interested, type yes. Then that yes would then uh, send me a message and I'd see that it that said yes. So you could send out and touch lots and lots of people. Um, like you said, it's fishing in a big net of people all depends on how personable the business is if you get what i mean if it's like a person-to-person -person business 
then it probably is not going to work. But when it's like an automation software, the great argument is you're here now talking to me. So it obviously works. You know what I mean? It's a great way. And I managed to build up a lot of connections and connect it to my diary. So automating my diary with the yes answer gave them the opportunity to book straight into my diary. So I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have six or seven calls booked in into my uh what I use is book like a boss, which is similar to Calendly. And then basically you just jump on and you'd answer those. So using automation lazily is very, very damaging to your brand. Using it with a strategy and not using it for really any more than outreach, I would say can help your business, but don't be lazy with it. Because the worst thing you want is something that's lazy that gets you a bad reputation when you're looking to be able to help people with automation, if you get what I mean. That's interesting, Sai. So how do you, for just obviously myself and others in the audience, is um, automation just standard within LinkedIn or do you have to get an, a, an a, a additional tool to run alongside? Because I get bombarded all the time and it's kind of like, oh, please leave me alone. And then sometimes I get so many messages and the true messages that I should have should have seen gets buried. So, um, you know, what do you do to to actually, first of all, to set it up? Yeah, so there's different ways of doing it. So there's different softwares. Now, what I would suggest is never, ever use a Chrome browser version of linkedin now linkedin is not massively um what's the word they don't particularly like automation they're not uh something that encourages automation such as instagram facebook a lot of the automation i do is on instagram and facebook because it's fully um integrated with their api so they're quite happy with it and it keeps people on the platform linkedin are not quite the same the best way to do a automation using linkedin is to mirror a user so it's what you call a browser automation. So literally, when my automation is running, it looks like it's me going around the screen. You can see me click on everything. You can see me typing everything. And it's just basically like me being a user. So that is the sort of automation you'd be looking for, not one which is just a browser, because that can affect your account. But if you've got, sorry, not a Chrome extension, because that can affect your account. Whereas the browser one, which is just basically mirroring what a person would do, is, is fine because basically it logs into uh, LinkedIn as you and it just acts as if you were that person logging in on what we call a mass IP address. So um, That's really interesting, Sai. And do you know what? Um, so then when while that's doing that, can you be on LinkedIn at the same time or is it like takes over your account for that period of time? You can be on LinkedIn at the same time, but that would be very weird. Because if, if whilst it's doing that, you basically what you do is you set it tasks. So you set it tasks between certain hours. And the best things to do is I used to handle all my connection requests. And if you do go to my LinkedIn, you'll see I have a shed load of endorsements. Half these people probably don't even know me. So it just shows that the endorsements don't really mean anything, um, like 99 plus on certain things. And basically what it would be is you would endorse somebody, then they'd probably endorse you back. But you'd set it for a certain time that day. So connection requests, go through your connection requests, accept them. After so many days, delete the connection requests that are outstanding that haven't been answered because you don't want to have too many connection requests outstanding. Um, with regards 
everything. You want to set it in a certain time period. So if you know you're working on your LinkedIn, then you wouldn't be going on your LinkedIn and messaging at the same time that this is working because that would flag up, if you can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And so is there, um, if people did want to use a tool like this, do you have any advice of where they could find something like that? There's quite a few on the market. Uh, there's things like Connected. There's LinkedIn Growth Strategy. I think the, the best the best probably way to do it, Michaela, I'd say would be to message me because there's so many ones out there that if you mishear how I say it or I don't give you the right link, you end up with a Chrome extension or something and it ends up affecting your account. I wouldn't really want that because I said I don't want anyone to suffer. So I'd want you to get the best one that's out there, the, 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 the best options. And what I'll do as well, Michaela, for the group, and I was just thinking for yourself as well, Michaela, while you were saying that you had a social media thing, uh, maybe I could touch base with you and on your Instagram, I could just set up a um, a bot for if somebody types in the word framework, it literally is going to bring up that PDF so people can just get it straight from your Instagram. God, he's a gene. <laughs> Michaela, did you hear that? Yes, I did. <laughs> Please, absolutely do. Yes, I will take you up on that offer, Si. <laughs> no worries. And that's what I was saying about Harrison with regards to that. You can set up everything. So, I mean, just to give you a little, I mean, I know we're on LinkedIn at the moment, but just to give you an experience of the company that I've just, you've probably heard about it. Um, it's sort of going around. There's myself, Marco Robinson and Jackie Brannigan. I'm the tech uh, behind it. Basically, in Instagram, when people are commenting or sharing your story with your name in it, they get rewarded points in the back end in the iPhone wallet. So you create a wallet card for them and they can then redeem these reward points against certain things. So things in your company like PDFs and things like that. So there's all that sort of automation you can do. And the other thing that we, I'm just, we're about to launch out is to be able to have one of these wallets that sits in your, you know, where you do your Apple Pay, Android Pay, but it's, you know, the big companies like uh, Starbucks, let's just quickly go to Starbucks. Starbucks was nearly going bust. They set up a loyalty scheme, which everybody probably uses now, and basically it put them straight into profit. So 45% of their business comes through reward. So what I wanted to do was look at their bigger companies and then look at, the, the little companies and influencers and be able to give them the opportunity to give gift cards. So you can actually do gift cards now in the mobile wallet where you can charge it up through Stripe and then you can gift it to people for certain companies. So at the moment, I'm reaching out to companies to see if they want to get gift cards and it all works through Instagram, Facebook, uh, email, um, and literally it just goes through into a wallet. Anyway, that's enough about me. I don't want to bore everyone. So I apologise about that. I know <laughs> it's good, Sai. You're passionate about it, but yeah, I think um, automation for for me it would actually be be quite useful and relevant as well, and because we manage so many accounts, um, but it is very technical as well. So I think if you're just dipping your toe in the water with um with social media, or you're just getting going, it might be a might be a little complex. But obviously, anybody listening, then do connect with Sai, um, send them an inbox if you do want some more advice on how to automate things. Because if you do start doing well on social media, it's an absolute must because you just get bombarded. I know Carol, you said that earlier as well. Um, it can just be an headache trying to manage it all. What I will do is um just go around the stage. There's more people 
people who's joined us, so I'll just give everybody the opportunity to chat. Mary, do you want to introduce yourself and do you have any questions or input about um, LinkedIn do's and don'ts? Um, do you know what, Michaela? I think I've said it before, actually. I'm new to LinkedIn, so I've got a lot to learn. Sai, I will chat to you in the background. In terms of automation, I've got to be honest, like the one thing that I, I feel like at the moment with being new on LinkedIn, I've got a lot of people connecting and they're send, sending automated messages. Oh, do you know what? It's, a, it's such a turn off. Like, I think because I like talking to people, so I would prefer people to introduce themselves properly, properly instead of this service, because I don't like talking to a robot. But also, you know, I've got to move with the time. So, um, you know what? I'm sitting and I'm listening and I'm learning. Um, and I know it's essential going forward, especially for somebody like you, Michaela. You've got so many businesses going on and it's something I need to address in the future. So I'm here, but I, I'm learning, guys, today. The future is now. <laughs> yes, Carol, I know. <laughs> I know it is. You keep telling me. But I am getting with the programme, guys. I'm not going to get left behind. I know you are, darling. Good. Good for you, Mary. Um, Sonia, how are things? I feel like I've not spoken to you forever. Hello. Yeah, I'm good. I've just um, I've been crazy busy over the last few weeks and I've missed your room. Um, I think the last two weeks, I think I've missed it. So, um, yeah, it has been forever, hasn't it? Um, but yeah, all good. All good, my end. Um, crazy busy. I was just looking at my LinkedIn to see how many automated messages I've received since this morning. And I've had 40, <laughs> I've had, I've had uh, 42. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. And you're <gasps> trying to sell me some kind of SEO or some kind of marketing. I, it just, it all just uh, delete gets deleted. Honestly, it's just a joke. Yeah, I know all these marketers jumping on the automation. That is what makes me nervous, though. I um obviously I'm in marketing. I really don't want to go down that down that route where then everybody just hates you. And then if you do speak to them again, you just seem so like so much like your mind. You know, I will literally have five or six messages off one person about the same thing and i'm like i'm clearly not getting back to you like why are you hounding me i, I know this one guy has emailed me since wednesday um so we're now friday he's now sent me the eighth message <laughs> I, i'm really not interested um, <laughs> he's going into the blocked folder <laughs> Yeah, so I think that is a huge don't really on LinkedIn. And where do you stand on, and just in life actually, I'd be interested, the double message. So because I will occasionally double message, I will be like, eh, they might not have seen it and I really want to do business or um, pre-Harrison, I really want to go out with you. Um, so I'm up for the double message. <laughs> I'm up for that. But what is, what are you, what is everybody on the panel saying? Well, I, as, soon as, um, as soon as you asked, I um, I don't mind people double messaging me, but at least give me a week or so. Because, you know, it does mean that I've forgotten. But somebody that messages me, like, maybe two two days apart, I'm just like, mm, you're slightly desperate, mate. Um, but, yeah, if they kind of message me a week later, I actually do go back to them. But anyone that's just on it and keeps messaging, they just get put into the block folder. I'm just not interested. Because for me, it just looks desperate um and i and i just can't be bothered and I, I do appreciate people kind of like chasing me but i would prefer it a few days later and i do it myself actually i i do message and if they don't respond back i do leave it a week and just say you know i appreciate you've not got back to me but um i just wanted to kind of follow up on my last message and if they don't respond back then i understand um but generally that's the way i do it 
yeah, I think that's a nice amount of time a week, like not 10 minutes after each other. Um, we're not, we're not desperate school children, are we, Sonia? Um, Carol, what's your opinions on this? Yeah, it's interesting, right, because I've got a team of business development guys and girls that do self-generation and they, they rely on LinkedIn. So they will send a message and, you know, their task is to ensure that they're following up. So they could be the annoying individuals that we're referring to. But hopefully, you know, what I've said to them um, is... When you send a message and you're reaching out, it, it's it's how you reach out in that message to personalise it rather than, you know, you you know what you know you, you can sell your 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 um your business, but if you do it in a way that you're communicating what values you're going to give, if that person contacts you, um, and and for me it's when I see something that comes through consistently, if it's if it's not your normal stuff where it's, it's not set out and someone's actually given thought and said, I've seen you on, on, um, at an event or I've, I've, I've seen that you're supporting X, I see you're part of a, a group or whatever, those ones I actually then say, great to hear from you, um, send an email, you know, I then connect and say, well, send me an email because I won't click on any of their links when they say to go to a site. I will say, send me an email and I will give my contact details and I then copy my marketing lady. And her task is then to validate whether it's, you know, something of value or not. Um, so because, you know what, everyone's doing a job. You know, I hate to say don't do that. but And I know it gets a bit overkill with the spamming of stuff. But at the end of the day, they, they're trying to find work like or, or leads just like anyone else is. So my view is... is I think it goes down to how you personalise if you're going to automate these informations coming into people's inboxes. Carol, that is such a great point. And you know what? I do I do appreciate a good salesperson, even when somebody's migrating me on the phone and I definitely don't want it. And they just do, you know, you know a good salesperson where they're just not letting you get off the phone. I'm always like, oh, don't want to buy that. But do you want a job working for me? Because I say the same you really got what it takes. But on the flip side, obviously, it also does get annoying. I think it's really important what you said about the approach and about the content in that as well. You've got to add value first. I think you've got to be saying this is the solution to your problem. I know that this is your problem because I saw you saying X, Y, and Z. That's a far better approach. And then providing something for free, some free information, or can I help to connect you with somebody? Or just being a nice human being before you go in with the hard kind of sell. I think um, that's a far more successful approach. Can I just say, Michaela, actually going back to what Sonia was saying, um, one of my experiences is, uh, I won't mention no names, but um, I've had the same girl contact me probably about 40 times. And I told her, for what she's selling, I'm not interested. Um, but she continues to contact and contact. And I'm thinking, look, what don't you understand about no? No is no sort of thing. But uh, And then she gets to the point where she's sending me, when I don't respond now, I don't respond, and I need to do what Sonia does, actually block. Um, I just didn't really want to go down that route, but I will. She'll send you question marks. Like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's the one thing to rub me up the wrong way please do not just send me a message with two question marks on it. 
Yeah, it's, you know what? There's just really bad sales training that though. It's just, I don't know if it's, if it's their own business or their manager or whatever, but who does that in in real life anywhere? If I sent my mum what's for tea to question marks, honestly, I'd be grounded and I'm 38. You just don't, yeah, it's just bad man. <laughs> it's just Do you bad. know what? The thing is, Michaela, she didn't even, I think what it was, because she sent me about 20 messages after I'd said no, and I'd gone back and said, look, have a really nice week. You know, it's not for me right now. So then she wasn't even, from that point forward, she just sent me blank messages with two question marks. Not even any words. I'm thinking, that is so embarrassing. What are you doing? Was it automated? <laughs> Was the message the same message each time, Mary? No, 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 no. She didn't actually send any automated messages. She was just literally typing. I mean, she was, I mean, basically it was crypto and um, Bitcoin and NFTs, etc. And I said, look, I'm not, I'm not going down that route right about now. I've got blah, blah, blah going on. Um, but thank you for the information because I'm always polite, always. But oh. was, was that LinkedIn or Instagram out of interest? Do you know what? That was Clubhouse. Oh, right. Yeah. In the back channel constantly. Every time I appear on here, I'll get another message from her. I don't know. Can you block somebody on here? Yeah. No, I'll have to do. Just a quick one on that, Mary. If it's coming on Clubhouse, just be ever so wary. Because what's happening is, um, I don't know if you've heard about it, there's a hell of a lot of people through Clubhouse are getting their Instagrams hacked. So unless you've got two-factor authentication on your Instagram, you are very um, susceptible to be hacked. So make sure you've got two-factor authentication on. So someone messaged me, someone I actually knew, and I know they have a lot of money and I know they run competitions, but they said, if you can give me a word that begins with B and ends in something. And I thought, well, that's not completely easy. So I had to think about it for a little while because it takes me a while. And then I just sent it back. And then it started asking some weird questions. And what they're actually doing is they say, right, so, so I can send you this money. I'll send you it by crypto. And they actually are ripping people off. And I spoke to the woman whose account it was. And it had ripped off three people that she knew for over 12 grand by simply putting in crypto details because it's untraceable, is crypto. So that's why a lot of these new scammers are using crypto rather than using bank accounts. So just be very wary if you're getting somebody like that that's giving you incessant like that. I know you're not going to reply to them, but sometimes just even clicking on a link on accident can trigger um, a hack. So I don't want to scare people there, but just make sure you've got two-factor authentication on. And there's a lot coming as a result of Clubhouse. Yeah, totally agree, Si, actually, because I had my Instagram hacked and next thing I knew there was a, all my pictures was up on somebody else's site. And I did, and I do have that um, two-tier sort of authentication now and there. So, um, but yeah, no, totally agree with that, Si. Yeah, God, that's really concerning. It's all right. This is my steam mop in the background. That's absolutely having a fit. I'll just turn that off. Um, yeah, it's um, it's really worrying. I've seen it happen to a lot of people as well recently on Clubhouse. So definitely be conscious of that. What I would like to um, do is go around the panel and ask what what has been your most successful post, if you remember it. What was your most successful post from LinkedIn? And that can either be like the likes or whatever, whatever, or the actual 
the actual inquiries that came back from it of people who have then converted into business from LinkedIn. Um, so I'll start with Carol, if you can just tell us your success mm. either likes-wise or business-wise. So the success one for me would be last year when, and, and this is not to, you know, shout about it on here, but I won the award for uh, Construction Businesswoman under the British Awards. So that post, um, and I looked at it the other day, I think it's got over 20,000 views. But on the back of that, I then have people reaching out to join um, panel discussions, guest appearance to do in discussions around construction as well. But also what it's absolutely helped us in terms of you know, where we, where I work, I head up a construction tech business. So it's now using that as part of our collateral. So when the, the new business guys are speaking to new prospects, they're using that, you know, our head of construction is, knows her, knows her stuff about construction because she's won an award and she's been it for 30 years. So it just adds a bit more weight and credibility as well. Not that I'm not credible anyway, but you know, it's really added to it. So that's been the biggest one for me. Yeah, people absolutely love the, the award chat and stuff like that. And um, yeah, 100% deserving as well, Carol, congrats. Si, we'll come over to you. What's, what's your success been like? Well, this is where I'm gonna have to let myself down a bit. I mean, I've done, when I got my, I think my best posts are things like where I've put like, I've got Google ad certifications, you know, funnel certification, just things like that because people like, like to sort of celebrate those things it's quite easy so you get a lot of likes and and comments but i need to step up my linkedin game because i've relied too much on automation in everything and one lesson i quickly learned from last night michaela from the harrison is you get nowhere without hard work and i need to be putting more hard work in and then using the automation on the back end if you get what i mean Absolutely. I don't think automation should be the answer. I think it should be support and assistance. LinkedIn is honest. I cannot stress enough how good it is for business. 70% of the personal business that I bring in comes from LinkedIn and it'll come from the most random posts. Like I, I might do something saying, I don't know, it was something about the kids or whatever, or the apprentice, obviously it always does quite well, but then relating it back to the business on those you might get, I might get, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of views, millions even previously of views on it, but not, not any kind of business. And then I'll do a testimonial and it'll get seven likes and three people saw it and all three people will, um, will book with us and, and come on board. So I actually find that testimonials or other people's, if you can get videos off other people, they perform the best in actual conversion and actual money. But for exposure, it's really important to do these personal ones. Basically, if you do a post and you get, say, a thousand views on it, then and, and that's like great according to your normal stats then the next day you should do a testimonial because you get it gives you um bigger exposure off the back of a, a post that's performed well um so me personally I, th I think the personal post gets seen by everyone but the conversion ones are the testimonial ones um and what's what's your opinion on this i know you're relatively new to the game but have you noticed anything yet um, again, for me, it's been the personal ones, like about graduation and, you know, if I've um, done a certification or whatever, um, they tend to do really well for me. Um, yeah, um, personal ones, definitely. Um, and I'm, I'm yet to really do testimonials. It's something I haven't really explored um, 
or done um, much of. So it's something that I need to, to start doing as well. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Sam. What about you, Mary? Um, do you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm really new to LinkedIn, if I'm brutally honest. I'm not sure how to use it effectively yet for the business. Um, but if I look at the posts, probably the most successful post that went up with the most views, etc., and comments was the night that we all met up in London, you know, when we did the Entrepreneurs and Leaders group. Um, surprisingly, that got the most views. And then um, I did do a post about uh, mother and daughter business a little real I wasn't quite sure if it was and I, sh I should have asked you guys actually um Michaela you probably saw it I'm sure Carol saw it where we did the one where we were shaking our butts um and that was really in response to any doubters you know we believe the business is going to work so that was probably the most two successful post that I put up but if I'm brutally honest I I don't know it well enough to know how to use it efficiently yet we pretty much concentrate a lot on Instagram I mean we do all the platforms but I think Instagram is probably our best one um yeah so that's for me yeah do you know what Mary I think doing different things on LinkedIn as well really helps you stand out so I've got a friend who she started her own like insurance brokers and she's she's extremely good um but she went onto TikTok and kind of blew up on there doing like silly videos of um you know like the washing machines insured the phones insured and then her husband falls downstairs he's got a broken leg he's not insured um so she does all these really modern forms of it, creating the content and she got so much kickback when she then repurposed them on LinkedIn and people saying she's unprofessional she's going to lose a career nobody will take her seriously again I'm like what who are you because you're just some old fuddy-duddy to say that she's you know like doing terrible from it and all of her business predominantly comes from LinkedIn even though she she does very well on TikTok it's not the right audience and all of her business is coming from LinkedIn she's absolutely killing it and First, she was very nervous. She was messaging me like, Michaela, should I start? I said, listen, if that's your brand and that's who you are, then you put yourself out there and you will find an audience that that resonates with. Don't let other people deter you. And she's killing it now. And I just think sometimes being so different and just putting yourself out there, it's a welcome relief, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, which is quite stiff and stuffy at times. You know, you can scroll through and read the same inspirational things or it can all be very same. So to then have a video that a bit daft I think that's your notice so it's whatever your brand is and however you're going to position yourself that's what's important sorry Carol do you want to speak oh, just clapping you're absolutely right and I think with with LinkedIn now it's changing um you know it's bringing LinkedIn audio so everything is changed they have to come up you know they've got to now look at those other apps and, and social platforms to catch up with them. So, you know, the view that, you know, you can't be yourself, yeah, it's, it's a thing, it will be a thing of the past. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I read a stat, I don't know if it's still true because this was a while ago, maybe over a year ago, but there's whatever, millions and millions of people on LinkedIn and there's only 1% of people actually post on it, which is why it's great as well because people seem to go on and have a nausea about, but you don't have much competition on the on the news feed. But that's an absolute living nightmare for them because they've got all these people and nobody's really using it. So how can they sell their, their services beyond that? So I do think they are going more modern with things like Carol said, 
LinkedIn audio is going to be a game changer, I believe, um, because Clubhouse is, as we can see from this room, slowing right down. Um, we used to have hundreds and hundreds of people in it, but it's just it's just slowing down. I think LinkedIn audio is going to be the thing that, that saves them, hopefully. So if any of you as well get the opportunity to jump into the town halls, then definitely. When are them town halls, Carol? Uh, Sunday at 7pm, every Sunday. Yeah, so if any of you are around on Sundays, then um, definitely log on and give it a listen and just keep up to date with it because I think if you are interested in LinkedIn and, and driving business from there, that's going to be a game changer for a lot of people, especially if you can have a good chat. Um, Sonia, I don't know, do you want to share with us what your most successful post was, either conversion-wise or likewise? Yeah, brilliant. I've just got to go in a second. But um, yeah, mine uh, was probably my last one where I won um, the award. Um, so that one did really, really well. I think I got nearly like 40,000 views on it. Um, and I'm still getting like comments now. And I posted up about two weeks ago. Um, and the other one that did really, really well is anything that mentions my mum or dad. Oh, my goodness. I get so many people that contact me and and like really good kind of leads through that I, I always get loads um and actually going back to the one I did two weeks ago oh my god the the caliber of people that have contacted me as a result of that CEOs investors god knows that honestly it's been phenomenal that last post that I did so yeah anything to do with an award and a picture of your dad always does amazingly well okay I've got to go now Thanks, Sonia. Oh, that's brilliant, though. And you know what? It's so good this repurposing. And again, it's a journey thing. You're telling people about your personal life. It's still business related because it's an award from the industry, what you're in. And you're just able to give it to a mass audience. It also positions you as an expert. So um, I think if you have the opportunity as well to put yourselves forward for awards, you absolutely should do. Here comes the plug. I managed to get it in. I'm doing a Women in Construction Awards in September. And if you go to Design and Build UK, it's free to nominate people. It's free to be a nominee. Um, and there's seven different categories on there. So, yeah, do put yourself forward. And then if you win it, you can repurpose it on social media. Um, so, anyway. Uh, Tim, how do you do on LinkedIn? I know it's the first time you're up here speaking, so I don't know if you want to introduce yourself and tell us if you have any questions or uh, you want to add to this conversation. Yeah, hi, Michaela. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm Tim. I'm actually a bit random. Um, I'm a farmer, but we has very similar, um, a lot of similarities with construction. So I quite often find it interesting to listen in, listening on these things. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm literally just signed up on LinkedIn and was actually surprised at how much content there is that's relevant to me. So I haven't even posted yet, but um, I'm just sort of finding my way around kept hearing it getting talked about in different things and we've actually got a bit of a project going on um on the farm over the next 12 months and we're going to need to look for some investment and things i heard of a few people in different podcasts saying that they find all their investors through linkedin so i thought well, i need to check it out and, and see how it all works um but yeah I'd, i'm very nervous around social media i steer clear um do a little bit on instagram but i just get so much get a lot of hate so we uh are pretty wary of what i post and when i post really it has to be uh i have to be fairly confident that i'm not going to get any backlash with it but i usually get some anyway so yeah thank you why do you get backlash tim as a farmer why do people hate farmers 
vegans. <laughs> I love the absolute distaste when you said that. Vegans. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, and I'm not no, no nothing against them, but there's a certain crowd of them that just hound and hound and hound farmers and anyone with animals really. Um, yeah, I've had the social services round because I was exposing my children to uh, acts of cruelty, which was a cow having a. I put a picture up of a my daughter helping me with a cow give birth. Um, all sorts. You wouldn't believe it oh, and i've not even got a lot of followers um tim that yeah, is bonkers it's that, that, get I, I call, don't think called I, a I, rapist get called uh, get trading standard visits uh all the time because you put a picture up and they just and they have to follow up on it and call the rspca for no reason and and i'm only small um but this is why i don't like to post because i I haven't got time to deal with the kind of shit, really. So uh, just, just get on with what I'm doing. So, sorry, I thought Carol was going to speak to him. Yeah, that, I mean, that is absolutely tragic. Um, and sorry, you asked for experience. That is just, uh, just doing your job as well. But you know what? To touch on your investment point, then LinkedIn is... It's where I got investment for my business, um, for one of my businesses. Harrison got his investment off there and then did a crowdfund. The majority of it came through LinkedIn. And a lot of people have been really successful finding investors on there. Uh, and it's just about putting yourself out there. Um, obviously, Tim, you always come and support our room. So I'm more than happy to talk to you about this offline if you need a little bit of help and guidance with it. And I'd like to know more about your projects because um, I think I can introduce you to one of my clients who might be able to help you out with um, some tax savings. So I'll connect with you off Clubhouse and perhaps follow up that conversation because it's not really LinkedIn related. But yeah, maybe... Um, you know what you should do, Tim? Go on to my website, uh, Framework Marketing, and there's a content planner on there, and it just gives you a guide to different kind of posts that you should be doing to mix things up. Um, so we do like engagement posts, sales posts, blog journey, case study, inspiring quotes, and it'll just give you some foundations of where to start and even automate it if you don't have the time to do it. It's got all that information on there, so maybe check that out um, and see if, see if there's some tips that you can use for it. But if not, then uh, more than happy to have a chat with you as well and, and see if I can help you out because um, yeah that is that that's so that's so sad to hear I don't know Carol did you have something that you wanted to add to that because I, I know you yeah might... I was just yeah I was absolutely shocked to hear what you know Tim is doing his job and you know Tim once as Michaela said you always support our room when you can I can hear the uh, the tractor or something in the background but the fact that you've got your 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 children there and you, you're showing them what nature is all about and to be you know oh, this is the thing though Michaela isn't it so social media it either loves you or you hate it or it can hate you and, and just give you the view that oh, I'm never going to use it again so I think you know and I've seen your 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 um your checklist and it's really really good it does give you some great guidance on on what to do if you're if you've had that experience it's just looking at what what content to put out and when as well but uh, tim you've got us full support from us in enl so don't worry you're in safe hands we love you um, and we and we eat meat as well right <laughs> yes we I do. had steak last night <laughs> 
can I just ask on that point? I know um, Instagram's. I think it's got a new function or whether it's new or not. I don't know. I've just heard about it. Um, that you can now control who writes on your post. Because, you know, if you get trolls and um, say a trigger word for you is fat or ugly or whatever. So you can now put in all those words. And anybody that's writing a post, if those words come up, then it doesn't post it automatically. Can you do can you do that on LinkedIn or not? So I mean, for Tim, if there's trigger words, that yeah, might I don't, I don't think you can. And I know what you're referring to on Instagram, but no, you can't. Um, that that's not become available on LinkedIn. Um, but I mean, God, surely on LinkedIn, I, I just think Instagram has got that vibe now, just like Twitter. It's an absolute hateful place, Twitter. Uh, I don't feel like LinkedIn is like that. It does have that far more professional edge to it. And you, while people will express their opinion, I don't think they go all in like they do on other more casual social media platforms. Um, it's just definitely worth trying out. And sometimes the hate can be really good as well because people will be like, wow, why is everybody giving this man a lot of abuse? Let me get involved and, and help him out here. Um, so yeah, in answer, in the short answer, Mary, is no, that isn't available currently on LinkedIn. But okay, yeah, sorry, Tim. I thought that might help you. <laughs> but maybe if he does it on the other platforms that he's doing, maybe if he is on Insta and whatnot, then maybe he can do something like that. Because I have noticed, and we've looked on TikTok and um, anything controversial. If you say something, people are making a living out of it now. They, they, you know, the professional trolls. They know if they say something and it starts conversation, they get followers. So, you know, hey ho. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want to say as well, because I've been rubbish with this today, our room is sponsored every week by the wonderful Big Doug, who loves to sponsor women in business. So please do click the link above if you're looking for anything for your um, business needs, shelving, storage, racking, tables, pens, absolutely anything. They have like 65,000 products. So please do click on the link and give them uh, a little look up as well. And Kate, welcome back. I've not spoken to you for so long. I hope you're all right. And um, do you have anything you want to add to this conversation? or a question for us all right Michaela yeah um, I just wanted to show me support really I've um, I've moved jobs and that so I've been a bit up the wall um the last month or two um so yeah the seniors had a room today and I just wanted to pop in and see what the conversation was about really um my LinkedIn personally at the moment due to chains and jobs and everything I've come off it um, just because of the amount I, uh, previously someone else had mentioned um, about the constant messages and the same messages getting sent. And it, it's when people can't even be bothered changing your name because they're copying and pasting it. That does it for me. Um, so I, I have come off it for a bit, but I, I just come on today just to just to see other people's thoughts on LinkedIn. Because I, I will go back on it. I do think it is good. Um, I do enjoy posting um, the projects I hand over. Um, as you know, I'm a site manager, um, so I enjoy posting once we've completed it, um, and I, I do get good feedback from it as well. Um, so I will, I will definitely go on, but I've just had enough of of, it, of all the constant agency emails, mate. Um, and even when you're polite and respond, um, some can't take no for an answer. 
Yeah, absolutely. The copy and paste for par as well is so irritating. But I must confess, I once did it. Um, I, and I was just smashing out these. I was smashing out these messages and then realised halfway through that I'd sent like 50, 50 inboxes and there was all like, hi, Greg, to like women and whatnot. I've never done it since. I've never done it since. But um, yeah, I am, I am a little guilty of that. I do. Kate, where are you working now? So I've moved. Um, I've I'm moved to GMI Construction. So I'm building the new Malmaison in Manchester, Michaela. Probably sure you'll see it when you're about Manchester, like. Um, so it's a, it, they're a big company. They built the Dakota Hotel in Manchester as well. Um, so yeah, I've moved over really there. They're tier two at the minute. Um, so obviously, as you know, I've been in a tier one company. So yeah, I'm kind of I've come over as a senior site manager, building the new Malmaison for them, and then yeah, just implementing. Thing, like key things really and just before I go quickly Michaela I just want to um, let you know we've we done obviously women in construction week this week and um, they they released like a video of me speaking and I mentioned this like clubhouse room and yourself and yeah they've had feedback off that because it's on YouTube and all that so I'll check in with you after this meeting like but um, it's positive like because they're talking about you know your awards that you're putting on um and things like that and, and they they're kind of wanting to get involved and stuff so i'll speak to you separately like but but yeah i mentioned it on youtube and stuff so they kind of got feedback off other companies from it oh that's amazing kate and thanks for mentioning it as well yeah i was gonna ask if you'd if you'd seen us posting about it obviously we, we have been doing quite a bit of chat about it um and I, I don't know if you have been nominated or if you've self-nominated or anybody else is going to nominate you but i mean you 100 percent need to do and please 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 do post on linkedin it's so important to be getting the message out there about women in construction and having that presence especially with you being so successful working at all these large companies as a site manager and um, please don't stop posting because people are annoying because it's important to have you know strong representation out there as well yeah yeah definitely i will i'll get back on it's just been with moving jobs and stuff you know what it's like it's another social media platform and i just thought oh i've been that off for a bit but obviously after hearing the room today i do understand kind of the importance about about posting you know about the work and kind of promoting women in construction so i will get back onto it yeah, thanks, Kate. Sorry, Carol. I know Carol wants to add something here. Sorry, Carol. Sorry, Michaela. No, Kate, um, great to see you back in the room. But, but something I just wanted to add as well, which Michaela mentioned earlier in the conversation this afternoon, is that LinkedIn, in terms of your profile, needs to be kept up to date. And I know we have Danita that does um, another separate room about, you know, LinkedIn and more detail. But I will always say, you know, Kate, you've changed your role. So that's that's showing your your career path. And as a woman in construction, you know, the minute you change your job and location, if you've got a notification, we will all see that and then we will all share and, you know, and it's really good. So what I wanted to say was what, what I wanted to say, that's really bad grammar, isn't it? What I wanted to mention was you must keep your LinkedIn profile up to date because headhunters also look at for people on LinkedIn. I've had over the last few months some, you know, tier one contractors. They're out now at the moment looking for NEDs. So that's non-executive directors and they're using and searching or getting agencies looking at LinkedIn profiles and your activity and your LinkedIn bio that tells you what you've done, your history, etc. So 
putting aside, you know, the spamming, look at it from a personal perspective and making sure that everything is clearly set out, your whole journey, your career, groups that you're members of, any non-exec roles or anything that you're doing. Because, you know, I know people do CVs, but LinkedIn is now becoming the CV for, you know, top end employers. Just wanted to add that. Yeah. Thanks, Carol. You know what, Carol said a really important thing there as well, which I definitely should have said earlier on. But it, whenever you change your job on LinkedIn, everybody who you're connected with gets a notification on it. So if there is anything that you ever want to promote, and this might work well for you, Mary, if you change your job role um, or change like the business name slightly or just any kind of adaption to that, everybody will get notified about it and it's the same on your anniversaries as well like your one year anniversary i get absolutely bombarded i've got like fifty thousand connections it's a bit of a killer but um <clears throat> but it's really good for promoting your business as well so when you do do that kate it'll trigger a notification to everybody so they'll know that you've changed positions as well and just get um that additional exposure but yeah great point carol um, we have come to the end of this room anyway, so I want to say thanks for everybody who got involved in the conversation. We're light on the listeners this week, which was to be expected because so many people are away. Carol, thank you so much for joining us from Jamaica. Obviously, I'm jealous, but really, really appreciate your support always. You're welcome. <clears throat> Cheers. And thanks, Sai, as well, for touching on all the automation stuff as well, because it's far out of my realm that it's not really what I do. So it's interesting to hear, and I would like to learn more about it as well. So that's it for this week. We're back again next week. I have no idea what the topic's about because I have not prepared for this. So apologies. Um, but we're back next week talking something about women in business, um, 12 until 1 o'clock. So, yeah, please come along, invite people along if um, you enjoy the conversation. And again, the room was sponsored by Big Dog. So if you can click the link at the top and check them out if you do any, need anything for your business um also mention if you do get out that you came from clubhouse because it makes us look good and they'll continue to sponsor us as well um so thank you very much everybody have a lovely weekend